Hey, we're going to be talking about Bitcoin. We're going to be talking about ICOs. We're going to talk about cryptocurrencies and blockchain, everything coming up right here. But before we do that, it's that time of year where we're sending gifts. Hey, we're sending someone the right gift is always hard and finding a meaningful gift is even harder. But not anymore because our friends at Giftogram have made giving gifts easy. I love this thing, man. I tell you, I'm not terrible. I'm a guy. I, I hate giving stuff. I mean, I like giving it. I just hate picking it out. You know, every year I give my wife a candle. You know, I, that's I know that sucks. So but I, now what I do, I, I can go to I don't even have to do gift cards. And I don't like even that. I don't like giving money. I like to give something that they like, but rather give it to them the way they like it. So I just go on gift again and, and, and gift a gram. And I, I, I either can pick out a gift or I can give them a dollar amount. And then they can pick out whatever they like. And they've really got some good stuff. I mean, I uh, picked out some signature scotch, some signature vodka collections, uh, some really cool uh, knives. I mean, everything. They got it all. So you're just going to make it make it good. And that's what you need to do. So use the promo code ALLBUSINESS. And you get 20 bucks, 20 bucks off your first gift. 20 bucks just for just using all business, all one word, all business as all one word. Download, download the gift a gram app today and start gifting. Okay. So what a great show we got this week. I'm telling you because, it, you know, it's it's pretty confusing about this Bitcoin and the blockchain and uh, the ICO and what is it and how is it. And I got to tell you, I didn't like it when I first got started with it because I thought, man, this stuff isn't right. The more I got into it, the more I liked it. So I got to disclose right off the bat, the company that I'm on this interview that we're talking about, I've actually invested in the, in the company and I'm on the board. So I've drank the Kool-Aid big time. And so I want you to be able to talk with us. This is a guy that was doing a lot of different trading, working a lot of financial institutions. Uh, you're going to hear that come out in the, in the interview. But young team, this young team has put together something that they really believe in, in terms of taking care of other people and operating at the standards beyond what you have to do. So they're getting ready just in case, you know, this thing becomes really regulated. They're going to be ready for it. And I'm talking about Coin Lion. All right. That's it. So leader of the pack, you know, uh, run with the roar, uh, the whole bit, coin lion. And I'm talking with Joshua DeWitt, the CEO. Joshua, welcome right here. And let's talk a little bit about this blockchain, ICO, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. From Main Street to Wall Street, global business celebrity and former Fortune 100 C-suite executive Jeffrey Hazlett takes you inside the good, the bad, and the ugly of businesses today. Saddle up. It's time for All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. So the first question, this has got to feel like a gold rush for you right now in terms of what's going on with all these ICOs, what's going on with blockchain, what's going on with Bitcoin, and what's going on with all cryptocurrency. So first of all, what's CoinLion? Yeah, uh, thanks for having me, Jeff. CoinLion is a cryptocurrency exchange and trading platform that is really geared towards supporting efficient and disciplined investment processes. So CoinLine is first and foremost uh, a platform to allow you to be able to trade digital currencies, uh, cryptocurrencies, and then built into the platform is, is very robust and powerful tools to make managing cryptocurrencies easy and efficient. So is it where a business is, it, is it where a business would do the exchange? Is it where a person would do the exchange, or is it like a trading desk? What, what do you mean by exchange? Yeah, so it's it's you know when you think of a traditional assets you and exchanges a lot of times you think of you know the Nasdaq, the Dow, 
uh, the S&P 500 and some of these types of different uh, indices that are out there. And or, you know, you have the E-Trades and the Merrill Lynch and the brokerage firms that facilitate those trades. So that's really what CoinLion is. I would I would compare it almost to a Charles Schwab or an E-Trade or another trading platform that you would uh, use online to facilitate the, the trading of traditional assets, you know, stocks, bonds, um, that sort of thing. And so CoinLine can really be used for businesses if they, you know, if there's an individual who's managing portfolios of cryptocurrencies, they could come to CoinLine to be able to do that easily. Um, also, it's for, you know, the average investor. We like, to, you know, we call that retail investors. So you would have, you know, just your, your everyday guy who perhaps likes to do this sort of thing on his own could come to CoinLion and use CoinLion to trade digital currency and then create a portfolio if you would like or to follow another portfolio of an expert trader. So CoinLion really uh, can kind of uh, encompass all of that. It could be a place where businesses come to build their cryptocurrency portfolios and it could also be a place where an individual will come to create an individual account and trade digital assets that way. So is it only coins and currency or is it utility tokens and everything else that makes up uh, what we're seeing? Yeah, in in the that's a good question. In the in the cryptocurrency space right now, you have some different types of digital currencies and uh these digital currencies are used for different ty- different different activities and transactions. Bitcoin the argument behind Bitcoin kind of being a store of value, so almost like your digital gold. And then you have maybe your Ethereum and your Litecoin, which could be kind of referred to as your silver. So typically, you know, if you think of gold and silver, gold uh, is used for more of a store of value. And then silver would be used maybe more, you know, transacted. And then you have all these other cryptocurrencies right now. There's over 1,500 different cryptocurrencies. You have all of those. I mean, maybe you can consider those sort of like your cash. Um, that are a lot of times used for transactions. So um, you have all these different types of cryptocurrencies, you know, utility tokens, what you just said earlier, utility tokens or coins are used within certain platforms or networks, and they have sort of a use case behind them. So for example, the Lion token, which is native to the Coin Lion platform, is used within the platform to access different features, build portfolios, follow portfolios, trade for free within the mar- different markets and have discounts to trades. So that would we consider that a utility token. It has a use case inside of the platform. And CoinLine platform itself is going to support uh, utility tokens uh, that are out there to be able to uh, facilitate the, the exchange of those tokens. Yeah, almost for those of are listening, and you're, you know, Josh, you're a much younger guy than I am. But when I was growing up, we used to have we used to have these things called SNH green stamps, and it sounds a little bit like that. So I get to come in with these stamps and get to trade them, and I get things of value, or I can get you know more stamps and do more things inside that stop or use them somewhere else. I mean, this is what it sounds like in terms of it. It's a new world for all of us to be thinking about this. But so why would why Coin Lion? I mean, why? Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good question for most people. Why you? Why someone else? Why you over someone else? What's the big differentiation? You mm-hmm. have? Yeah, definitely. Coin Lion is um, really born out of, an, I, I believe, a necessity, formerly of Merrill Lynch and was an investment manager there, managing assets, uh, building portfolios. My background is in portfolio management and construction. I also have a master's of investment management at Creighton University. Um, so really focused on, you know, uh, following discipline investment processes. 
And in in all of this, in the emergence of cryptocurrency, um, I had been mining uh, digital currency for a while. I had also been trading digital currency, uh, and I found it to be very messy and complicated. And the tools uh, that that we are used to in the traditional markets, such as portfolio management tools, charting, screening tools, those types of things, they're not they're not accessible out there in the digital currency space. And so it was very difficult to manage hundreds of digital currencies across multiple wallets and hundreds of different exchanges that don't offer these types of tools. So it was out of frustration that we kind of came that we came up with the idea of CoinLion to be able to build this platform and provide these tools that allow for these types of investment processes that we are used to um, as investment managers in the traditional space. Well, you, you said something here, and I want to really touch base on it because I said this in the intro, and I want to say it again. Look, I've got some vested interest in here without question, as I do in some other businesses. I do in many businesses being partial partial owner and being on the board with you guys uh, in terms of what I found was interesting is the standards of what you're trying to get to. And, you know, in the wild, wild west, you know, uh, that's really what we're talking about here when it comes to cryptocurrencies and blockchain and uh, that we're seeing today is it's really a it's a it's an untested even though there is there's some experiences I know people who've been doing it for years this is a new world so what I liked about what you and the others were pitching to me and the way in which we got connected and first of all I've known you guys all your life which is a, a big big thing yeah. me, and, you know, in terms of trust you know but but beyond that trust piece what I thought was interesting was the level of which you're trying to build it to can you want to talk about that a little bit yeah I I think that we came together as a team kind of in a unique way uh, when it comes to players in this space and how they go about launching these types of businesses and these products. Um, we come at it from more of a business perspective. We A lot of times you have programmers who come together and build a product, they launch it up, and there's really no regulatory framework around that. Um, our first go-to was really attorneys. So we went to a different attorneys. We talked about the different regulatory impacts, how that's going to impact the business going forward. And we really set up and structured the business from a legal framework first, and then went out and recruited our developers to be able to go and build this thing. Our motto has kind of been, we really want to professionalize this unprofessional industry. Um, right now, there's a lack of reporting. There's a lack of tools. There's, a, there's just a, a lot of different things that make it, you know, you know, there's access for, I would say, bad actors to be able to try to take advantage of individuals, uh, investors, if you will. And we want to be able to eliminate that. Our goal, you know, even with the coin lion, the name lion stand, you know, for us stands for trust, integrity and transparency. And that's really what our goal has been. We've been working uh, really closely with regulators to make sure that we're going about doing all this the right way. We actually were meeting with the division of banking from uh, South Dakota, where we're based out of right now this morning, and they had really good things to say. Um, we feel like we're, we're doing all the right things to get this set up the right way. And I think you don't see that a lot of times in the space right now, especially some of the other exchanges and the big exchanges that have been out there. They've been subject to hacks. They've been subject to um, you know regulatory shutdowns and that sort of thing. So we wanted to come at it from a little bit of a different angle to make sure that we are doing everything by the book, being open, transparent, and keeping all lines of communications open and doing the right thing ultimately. Well, you're not making it sound that you're making it sound good, but you're also making it sound bad, which I think is fair. So let me take a break. I want to come back to that because 
I, I think it's just a, it could be just as bad in the rest of the world without not just about what we're talking about cryptocurrency. You can don't forget Madoff. Don't forget him, former head of yeah. the stock <laughs> exchange. I mean, and uh, exactly. it oversaw a lot of this stuff. And boom, look what happened. But anyway, side note, it can happen anywhere. And it's just a, it's, mm-hmm. it's just really trusting who you know and trusting them and what they know and then how they do it, how they deploy it. And then what other things are put in place, but we'll come back to that in a second. Cause I got to tell you, I'm, I'm loving my newest all, all business sponsor in stitch. You, I love these guys in stitch. You, I want to make sure I say it right so that we don't screw it up. Cause I want you to find them. It's I N S T I T C H. So it's in, in, I N like in and out and then stitch. And then the letter U that's it. So these guys specialize in custom tailored menswear. I was in New York here, uh, yesterday and a lot of the, it's really for the modern gentlemen. So I had a lot of speakers and authors. I had a thought summit in New York and, uh, had a great, great group of people and they were all getting their measurements right there because they, and they took their measurements and then they can go online. They can develop an online profile and you can make it reordering a breeze. They can do it right there on the spot. You can go into their showroom and do it there, but you could do this online and I've done it online and I love it. And each order is covered with their perfect fit guarantee. What's that mean? That means they'll make sure it fits or they'll return your money back. But, you know, I, I got to tell you, I did it. They ordered it. I fitted myself and I sh- they shipped it to me. I took it out of the box. Of course, I had to iron it, steam it. You know what I'm talking about? Make it look even better. And I put it on. I didn't have to didn't have to change anything. Lots of patterns, lots of styles. They start at $4.99 for jackets and shirts starting at $89. Bucks. Where are you going to get a custom made shirt for $89? Bucks? I don't know of another place. And let me tell you, once you do this, if you're a guy like me, I'm a big guy, uh, you know, the buttons don't line up and, uh, you know, lots of little things that just don't make sense. And you know what? We're not all built the same. Big, small, tall, skinny, fat, doesn't make a difference. You're never going to buy off the rack again. So visit institchu.com or you call me or email me and I'll put you in touch with the head person, the owner of the company or the or the manager. I, I, man, I, I, that's how much I love these guys. All right. We talked about, you know, uh, I want to come back uh, to the nasty stuff that could happen. And, you know, you can see that in, in the real world. And, and so one of the criticisms that I hear sometimes is that this is this stuff is not for the unsophisticated. You know, they want to protect them against uh, cheats and they want to protect them against unsophisticated investors. And you got to be pretty sophisticated to get into this blockchain cryptocurrency stuff. It's not easy to just open up a wallet and start spending money and buying it, right? Yeah, I think that's one of the big challenges, too, that we're trying to overcome with CoinLine that we're working on, making it very easy to onboard uh, individuals using just you know fiat currency, traditional currency to be able to purchase you know things like Bitcoin and Ethereum and then be able to trade that. So it is it is an it's becoming much easier as more applications are being built to to make it easier for people to access this type of thing. Well, let's talk about you use the term and I happen to know the infrastructure and the, the environment and the ecosystem that operates here. But you said mining, you were mining Bitcoin or Bitcoin or you're mining uh, uh, cryptocurrency. What does that yeah. mean? Who, who sells it? Who mines it? You know, it does sound like digging yeah. for gold here. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of an interesting term they've coined uh, with the word mining. Uh, I think it can be confusing to some folks who don't really understand exactly what's going on. Mining is is really a fancy term for uh, ledger keeping or accounting. So what you're really doing when you're mining is you're using your computer and you're connected with a, a ton of different computers around the world that are running a similar set of software that work to verify transactions. 
And what they're doing with those transactions is putting them into a giant list or ledger, a uh, distributed ledger, meaning distributed, meaning it's decentralized. So it's spread across multiple computers uh, around the world, which are called nodes. And there's actually millions of these different computers. And all of these computers are working together to verify these transactions that are happening across this network, whether it's the Bitcoin network, the Ethereum network, Litecoin, that sort of thing. And um, that's what mining is. And so as a miner, you get incentivized to maintain the network. And I think an easy way to think of this is, and a good analogy is, say you're, we're talking about banks and you're transferring money back and forth between one bank to another. And a lot of times you get hit with a 10 or $15 fee for doing that, uh, for moving money from one bank to another. Whereas in the case of the, the cryptocurrency, the mining, the miners, instead of the bank being paid that fee for transferring the money, the miners get paid that fee for maintaining the network. And that fee is much, much lower. Mm-hmm. And it's, it actually ends up being about less, way less than 1%. Um, you know, banks char- charge quite a bit more for that. So it's kind of like you're getting paid to help be, be part of the bank or acting like the bank to, to, facilitate and keep track of all of these transactions. Well, I tell you what, given the fact of what I've been reading lately about some of the big banks, and one of them was mine, and the fact that they're overcharging <laughs> people and uh, and misrepresenting the number of accounts they have, that's not a, pretty good, that's not a really good thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you say about all these traders, these crypto traders? What, are, what do crypto tr- traders think of all the naysayers that say, you know, Bitcoin's bullshit, and cryptocurrency is bullshit? Yeah, you know, I think the best way to combat that is is to personally be involved with the technology. I think you have a lot of naysayers who perhaps if you ask them, sir, you know, have you transacted in Bitcoin? Have you, do you have a Bitcoin account or a Bitcoin wallet or an Ethereum wallet? Have you sent it between you and another individual? Have you read the documentation about the the, the coding and the blockchain and how that works? And I'm, I'm guessing that the answer to that is no. Um, my encouragement is to become educated. I think the more you know, um, the better off you're going to be, especially with the, when it comes to this stuff. So if you can educate yourself, you know, open a wallet, do a few transactions, see how easy it is. And don't, you don't have to start with any large amounts. You can start with a few bucks, send a few bucks over to a friend, you know, using the, your, your Bitcoin wallet or another uh, Ethereum wallet and see how it works and how you like it. And, and I think you almost come, you almost have this epiphany moment when you do that. And all of a sudden there was no bank involved. And I think for me, why it was so powerful is because I was, I, I've worked at the big banks. I've worked at Wells Fargo. I've worked at Merrill Lynch, Bank of America. And when you're somebody who deals with money on a regular basis and you're used to transacting money oh, every day, and it's, it's challenging because you have to fill out tons of paperwork. It takes time. There's delays, you know, three day, five day settlement periods, that sort of thing. And then you go to the cryptocurrency space and now you're, you know, you're almost just snapping your fingers and you're creating accounts in a blink of an eye. You're moving money back and forth very quickly, you know, faster than you can ever imagine. And it's very simple, actually, when you get the hang of it. It's it's very uh, eye opening. You know, like I said, you almost kind of have this epiphany moment where you're just, you know, kind of transformed. So I'd say to the naysayers, get involved a little bit, you know, test it out for yourself before, you know, don't, don't knock it before you try yeah, it. Yeah, try so. it. I mean, I, look, yeah. I know some guys that were into Bitcoin early, early, early. In fact, we were joking around one night at a bar and we were all saying, let's throw $20 in. And I was actually a naysayer. I said, that's bullshit. I'm not giving you 20 bucks for that crap. I'm not doing it. You know what that 20 bucks would have been worth today? Half a million dollars. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. and my my buddy, I just saw he he bought a Rolls Royce for himself and one for his his wife. Now I'd buy a new pickup truck and a, maybe a John Deere tractor, but you know, uh, man, that hundred dollars became two million dollars. Yeah. Unbelievable. So when did you when did you kind of drink the Kool Aid on this? Well, I read a book um, written by a few individuals, a few doctors who had been studying uh, Bitcoin and, and really studying the the history of money in general and what is money, how does it work. It's uh, I don't have the name off the top of my head, Digital Revolution and how it will transform the modern financial system, basically. Um, I, I started listening to it. It was a book on tape. It was about a 15-hour book. I listened to the whole thing. Um, they talk about kind of this transformation that you go through when you truly understand how this how this stuff works and how it really could transform the entire globe. Um, there's 2.2 billion people that are categorized as the unbanked right now. And that those are heads of households. So you have their family members connected as well. You're looking at almost 5 billion people who really don't have access to the modern financial system, whether that be because they don't have social security cards, they don't have, they don't, they're living in a city where they, a town or a small rural area where they don't have access to a bank and that sort of thing. And now these people, they don't need to, you know, go set up an account or be, have all their identity verified and everything. They can just go and set up an account, a cryptocurrency account with a few clicks. It's all math based. And now these, you know, say it's a, a female in, in, in a Muslim country who doesn't have access to a financial system, they're able to go and, uh, you know, get on the computer and start doing business. You know, it's open. It opens up so many doors when you basically break down all of the borders and let everyone have access to the financial system. So that's when I realized, wow, there's a huge transformative power here. And we may not even know, you know, how fast it's going to wash over us, almost like a tidal wave. All right. Well, let me take another break. Because uh, speaking of money, I want to talk about liberty tax because you're going to be paying taxes and all this money you make. If you, if you, but you got to get in. You know, it's like the, the the old joke about the guy that kept praying to praying to God every week, saying, "Oh dear Lord, I want to win the lottery." Oh dear Lord, I want to win the lottery, and and it kept passing him and passing him and passing. Him. Finally, God talked to him and said, "You know, Bubba, you got to buy a ticket first. There you go. All right, it's a much better joke than the way I tell it. But anyway, hey, think about if you're starting your own business, it doesn't have to be a difficult ende- endeavor. We're talking about starting something new here with all this uh, cryptocurrency, but investing in a franchise. That's a good way. You make take all this money you get and invest in a franchise, and it's a great way to to have a rewarding career, financial freedom, and owning your own business. That's why investing in a Liberty Tax Service franchise um, makes a lot of sense. I'm telling you, these guys provide a strong support system. They got ongoing training. They got marketing support. Some of the best marketing in the world. You you've seen them. They're out waving all the time, and they do some really cool stuff. And uh, I know their CMO really well. And I know most of the officers at the company, uh, really good people. So they got a national brand, uh, you know, over 4,500 locations. So if you're thinking about becoming a franchisee, let me know. I'll put you together with these guys. But you can go to LibertyTaxFranchise.com and, and, and don't forget, you know, that would be awesome. Hey, we're talking with Joshua uh, DeWitt, and he's with CoinLion, and they're doing their ICO. Initial coin offering. That's what we're talking about. They're basically taking the company out to the world and saying, hey, man, um, you know, come look at us. Come be a part of the pride, so to speak. And uh, yeah. offering this. Is that what you guys call yourself? You call you, do you guys wake up, come in the office and roar or something like that? Yeah, we do. We say, <laughs> welcome to the lion's den. Uh, <laughs> so that's, that's kind of kinda our cool. office. We call that the, the lion's den. Yeah. So, what's a crypto trading space like right now? Is it crowded or just kind of getting started? 
Oh, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, it's definitely that there are competitors out there. There are different exchanges out there, but there's been a lot of challenges for the, for them to overcome. You know, I, I also think at the same time, we're just getting started because really the, the numbers that I've heard recently, we're looking at about, we're looking at definitely less than 2% of the population that really even know about cryptocurrency. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, a lot of people at this point have heard of Bitcoin, but when you ask them, hey, what about Ethereum or what about Litecoin or what about the other cryptocurrencies? They don't even, they have no idea that this stuff even exists. So it, it's funny because once you start getting involved in this, it seems like it's everywhere you turn. But then when you're outside of it and you start asking folks who really aren't involved, um, they have no idea what's happening right now. Yeah, well, I think you know, we're not even close to market penetration on this. So everyone's still figuring it out. I mean, how would you describe this to your grandparents? Or have you have you had to describe this to your grandparents? <laughs> yeah, it's funny because my uh, my grandfather-in-law was I was formerly of Merrill Lynch, and he also was formerly of Merrill Lynch. He's in his uh-huh. uh, he's in the late seventies right now. Very traditional uh, guy and. Uh, He's very encouraging, of course, but yet he, I think he gets together with his old Merrill Lynch buddies and they talk about it and they say, hey, this, these kids, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know anything, what's going on. So I think there is a little bit of uh, skepticism from some of the traditional uh, investors, if you will. But, uh, you know, I explained it to him and I, I guess I think it's really comes down to being able to use the technology. You know, if you can't use a smartphone, if you're not using a smartphone, you're probably not going to be trading or, or transacting Bitcoin. So it may be a little bit above some of their... You shouldn't you be using an ATM? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, guys, the, the people that are listening, some of you don't know, but we used to used to go in to the bank. You had to go into yeah. the bank to, to, <laughs> to make a deposit and get get money. And then, ooh, then they had drive-up windows. Now you don't even use drive-up windows, right? And in, in fact, I, I traveled for weeks without cash. No, yep. you know, so it's just different, different worlds. I had a guy the other day ask me because I have my mining equipment. He wanted to see a picture of some of the mining equipment that we have. And he said to me, hey, can you can you send me a video of your mining equipment printing Bitcoin? And uh, he goes, can you send me a picture of some actual Bitcoins? And I said, well, it's uh, digital money. It's, uh, it, it sends to a digital wallet. There is no physical Bitcoin that you can get. He goes, well, where do all these pictures come from that I see out there? I said, well, that's people just trying to kind of create a representation of maybe what a Bitcoin would look like if it was real. So I think it's just funny. Uh, people really still have no idea what's, what's going on. So how can people support you guys in this activity? Yeah, you know, really right now our, our target market is geared towards individuals who have been kind of involved in the in the token sale and the cryptocurrency ICO space. We do have, if you go to coinlion.com, you are able to p- participate in the crowd sale. You do need to have Ethereum. Right now we are strictly collecting Ethereum. So what happens is you would need to have Ethereum. You would send it to the CoinLion address, the, the CoinLion account, if you will. And then that would in return send you your lion tokens. So it is a, it is a matter. It's dealt. It's all done in cryptocurrency. So it's like, but so let me go explain this. So it's like, it's like taking dollars, trading them for euros and getting yep. German francs. I don't know. Good way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like almost, you know, sending in your, your, yeah, sure. You're, you're trading your dollars. You would take your dollars, you would buy Ethereum and then you would send the Ethereum to the coin lion, uh, account, if you will, the, the address it's called. There is a on coinlion.com, there is a thing called the token sale guide. I would say that that is one good place to start. 
Also, there's a lot of just resources online about how to buy cryptocurrency, how to buy Ethereum, and then also how to send that to an ICO. So that's the means of how this whole thing is taking place. I think, you know, going online, coinlion.com, reading the token sale guide, and then also doing a little more research on Google, um, just typing in how to participate in an ICO, you'll find some good information. Um, and it is just a little bit of, a little bit of due diligence to figure that out. Yeah, which is, I think, a big part of it. What, what, and I think it's the due diligence. People have to do due diligence. Take your, take your, you know, don't just believe what we're doing or what, mm-hmm. you know, you do, what I do, what others do. You know, check it out for yourself. Make it sure it fits for you. If it doesn't fit for you, don't do it. If you feel uncomfortable, yep. don't do it. Um, no, no one's putting a gun to your head to do any of this stuff. But, you know, it, like I said before, if you want to win the lottery, you got to buy a ticket. If you, if you, you know, if you want to win the game, you got to get in the game uh, or at least got to understand some of the game. So it's a, it's a big piece of it. And the more you know, understand about the game, the better you're going to feel. Because, you know, the other thing I thought was interesting, I was talking, uh, you know, I get a chance to talk to your PR team a little bit beforehand and they kind of brief me on some things. And then, of course, I go do my own homework to make sure my producer does his homework. You guys are trading at a higher average than normal, right? I mean, the, the like I believe that the you know like a seven eighty one is like the average, or maybe that's a high average for people who are buying into a coin. You guys are actually getting bigger than that, right? Well, yeah. So it's just just right now off the bat, we've already sold one. And by the way, this is subject to change at any given second. So to anyone that's yeah. listening, don't don't write me letters. You know, this is at this mm-hmm. minute when we're recording this particular conversation. Yeah. So as of right now, as of this conversation, we've sold 1.2 million Lion Coin in the first four days, and right now it's about an average. The average investor has put in you know a little over two thousand dollars for that. Um, we expect that to adjust a little bit as we go forward here, and we you know take on more uh, investors, uh, our participants, contributors, if you will, into the crowd sale. But right now, our, our average has been about 2,000, and that's over the 1.2 million coins sold. And so what need do you see in the marketplace for what you're doing? Just the ability to really efficiently manage cryptocurrency. The big thing is right now, there's 1,500 different cryptocurrencies, and that sounds like a lot, but that is going to be nothing compared to what's going to be out there in the next year or two years. We may end up having 100,000 or, or over 100,000 different digital assets, if you will. And and for me, you know, working at Merrill Lynch and working at different investment firms, we were managing portfolios of four or 500 positions, you know, 500 different assets. And in order to do that, it's more than just, you know, buying and selling one asset. You need to have the tools that allow you to officially manage, you know, a large, large group. And when you have over a hundred thousand, you know, in the stock market right now, there's over about, there's about 8,000 different, you know, stocks that you can choose from. Whereas cryptocurrencies, that's going, there's going to be a lot more than that. So in order to be able to manage that efficiently, either you're going to need to have a platform like CoinLion. So that's really why we are creating what we're creating. Well, I'm going to wish you guys the very best of luck. Of course, I want to again uh, say right off the bat, I'm investing in this. I've been investing in it. I'm sitting on the board. I've went out and recruited a lot of good board members, members of con- former members of Congress, judges, uh, business people, celebrities. We've got all kinds of people. So go check it out and take a look at it. Uh, but make your own decision. That's what I want you to do. Make your own decision. So Joshua, um, I'm talking with Joshua DeWitt here at CoinLion. Where can they find you? Yeah, CoinLion.com. Very simple. CoinLion.com. 
Well, listen, Joshua, it was a pleasure talking to you. I wish you again the very best of luck and the best of luck for me too. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. You know, uh, but it's, it's, if nothing else, it's going to be a great education and we're going to learn a lot through it. And uh, I like to see the fact that someone's out there trying to protect people. That's always a good thing. So it's been a pleasure having you here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett on C Suite Radio. Thanks, Jeff. You're listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Okay. That was a pretty good show. I got to tell you that. Let's talk a little bit about. Elytra Health, the Manhattan Center for Life and Longevity. I love this place. I went there, spent the day, got probed and and, and blood work, and I got uh, x-rayed, I got uh, cardiograms, and I got more important, personal attention. I got to sit with my doctor all day and, and go through all these different tests and spend as much time as I wanted to with the doctor. They went over it with me, you know, because a lot of times you get these executive, uh, you know, exams they give you the stuff like two, three weeks later and you're worried about it and everything else, man. It was awesome to go get a clean bill of health right there and know it all. And then my wife, I took my wife with me and we both did it together. So what a cool thing. So it's the future of preventative medicine and they're ready to see you now. No waiting. That's right. So unlike a, a plan or a plain medical exam in a plain medical office, the Elytra exam is comprised of unparalleled life-saving preventative testing. Man, I can tell you, the stuff that they're doing, they're hearing uh, all kinds of just wonderful things that are saving people's lives because they catch it before it happens. And that's really cool. So the entire exam is done in one day under one roof in the most stunning spa-like environment possible. I mean, it's unbelievable. So go visit Elytra Health, E-L-I-T-R-A Health.com and schedule your appointment today and tell them I sent you or, you know, call me, write to me and I'll, I'll connect you directly. At the end of every show, I like to talk about the things I learned. What I learned? Old dogs, new tricks. That's right. Old dogs, new tricks. When this stuff first came out, I mentioned this earlier. I wasn't in favor of it. I thought it was, man, it was hocus and pocus and everything else just full of bullshit. And then the more I started studying, the more I started looking at it, man, it made more sense. And not that you could just make money from it or anything else, but this is the way it's going. We're going digital. So you better get with it, better understand it. That's what I wanted to do. So this is all about education. Yep, I got a vested interest. I'm telling you that I bought some of this stuff, not just this company, but in other companies. I'm investing in this area. Um, now, am I putting everything in it? Absolutely. I am not stupid, and I'm an old dog learning new tricks, and I'm in the game. So just call me a millennial. That's right, 57 years old millennial. Hey, it's been a pleasure. Don't forget to tell your friends, uh, pass it around, let them hear it and see it. I can't wait to make sure that, that they get to hear and uh, know a little bit more about this show. So tell them about All Business with Jeffrey Hazel right here on C-Suite Radio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.